Greetings and blessings on this fifth weekend of Lent. I hope that your Lenten season has been going well and you have stayed committed to your Lenten practices. And most important, I hope that you've, you, you ex have experienced many graces along the way. As we move through the seven deadly sins and their corresponding virtues this week, we want to take a look at the sin of anger and its corresponding virtue of patience and, and, and forgiveness. In the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus identified anger as a violation of the fifth commandment and as endangering one's eternal life. He said these words, You have heard that it was said to your ancestors, You shall not kill, and whoever kills will be liable to judgment. But I say to you, whoever is angry with his brother will be liable to judgment. <clears throat> in light of this, in the actions of Jesus in the gospel, because there were at times Jesus did get angry, one might wonder, well, how can I dis decide whether my anger is legitimate rather than sinful? Isn't all anger destructive? Well, there is a difference. Legitimate anger focuses on the needs, honor, and defense of someone else, whereas sinful anger or rage is in defense, is in defense of oneself. Jesus' anger was often focused at an injustice towards someone or something. Sinful anger is focused at someone, but to defend oneself. So do you ever get angry at another driver when you think he's driving too slow, even if they're going the speed limit? Or perhaps they might have accidentally cut you off? Or have you ever gotten angry when things didn't go your way or you didn't get your way? Anger is one of those basic human emotions, as elementary as happiness, or sadness, anxiety, or disgust. Anger in and of itself is not a sin, but the expression of it very well could be. Anger becomes a sin when it comes alive in a person and spirals into hostile, aggressive, or violent behavior toward others or oneself. Anger can be a, a subtle emotion to mask deeper feelings that one struggles to express. It can be triggered from some form of fear that threatens us. There can be annoyance, anger we call it, that arises from the many frustrations of daily life. There can be what we call aggressive anger that comes out in situations where one individual attempts to exercise dominance or intimidation or manipulation or control over another person. You know, temper tantrums are disproportional outbursts of anger when an individual's wants or needs are not fulfilled, no matter how unreasonable or inappropriate. Or anger can come from a place of resentment towards someone else. It can come from a place of self-hatred. And anger is, is how that self-hatred is manifested. In some instances, it can lead to revenge. You know, one example of this would be road rage. We all know what happens oftentimes with road rage. But anger can be a normal human emotion. But in order to live a healthy and holy life, it must be managed appropriately. I mean, I say this because oftentimes, isn't our anger voiced toward people we love? I mean, I think about the outbursts of anger in my own family growing up. 
you know, oftentimes I never understood what it was all about. It was like, like, where did this come from? Or why is this directed at me? I didn't do anything wrong. And there's a saying that angry dads tend to build angry kids or hurt people, hurt people. You know, all people, Christians included, must learn to manage strong emotions. Unchecked anger that builds into a stage of, of rage can do a lot of damage to our spouses or children, to extended family members, to our colleagues, church family, and of course to ourselves. So how do we keep anger in check? There are a few ways that may or may not apply, but we're all different and our anger comes from different places in each one of us. But I think first acknowledge that it exists. We must take responsibility for our own anger, stop blaming others, and stop believing that we're, we are a helpless victim. It's important to learn to understand the triggers from our past that still create anger in the present. We all have those buttons that can be pushed that can set us off. Learn to forgive quickly and thoroughly when we feel anger about to express itself in an uncharitable way. In other words, practice the virtue of patience and forgiveness. We need patience to help us endure whatever we face so that we don't lose the good that is in us. And patience helps us to be faithful to love, the love in which Jesus calls us even to love our enemies. So patience helps us to control our feelings and emotions that suddenly arise when something disagreeable happens. Whereas impatience is the lack of self-control and leads to other and greater faults. Impatience can easily grow into anger and irritability and harsh words and unpleasantness toward others. I mean, how often do more serious fights or arguments begin with impatience over little annoyances or little inconveniences. You know, there's a, a close connection between Christian patience and the awareness of and trust in the providence of God. Aware that there is nothing that happens in our life that God doesn't see or allow. There's nothing that God can't bring good out of if we trust in his loving concern for each of us. It takes a deep faith in God to be aware of his hand in all matters and a strong trust and love of God to accept his will in patience and with an interior peace of mind and heart. And I think it's important that we reflect upon the infinite patience that God has with each of us. And we look throughout history time and again, you know, we, we resolve to correct this or that fault only to fall again and each time the Lord patiently awaits our return to pardon us again. The Lord's love for us enables him to live patiently with us, allowing us to love one another as I have loved you. We're all called to do the same. So during this season of Lent, as we answer the call to conversion, I suggest these things. One is ask the Lord to show you where anger or any kind of any kind rests in your heart so that you can confess it in the sacrament of penance and then pray for Jesus' healing. And ask the Holy Spirit to bring to your mind or heart anyone whom you need to be more patient with. And take the time to pray for them, forgiving them if you need to. And don't forget to pray each day this week for a deepening of the virtue of patience in your life. And God bless you all.